love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz Happens Live from our radio hub for Friday, February. First, 2019, and let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Everybody is here. There is Drew, and there is Bethany right over there. It is time for our uh, uh, Super Bowl edition of Flush the Format. Go ahead, Drew. Let's get super. Come on, P1s, get ready. Thank God it's Friday. Welcome to the weekend. It's the fix. Oh, sexy girlfriend. Feel alive, everybody. Oh, yeah. Come on. Buddy, you're a boy. Make a big noise. Playing in the street. Gonna be a big man someday. You got mad on your face. You big disgrace. Kicking your can all over the place. Singing. We will, we will rock you. We will, we will rock you. Buddy, you're a young man. Hard man. Shouting in the street. A big disgrace, waving your banner all over the place. We will, we will rock you. Sing it out. We will, we will rock you. Your attention, please. Fitz happens live. This is the Fitz Show. Where every day is a Friday. Fitz happens live. Oh, yeah. It's the pregame mix of Flush the Format. Let's go. I got ketchup on my blue jeans that just burned my hand. Lord, it's hard to be a bachelor man. I got girls that can cook. I got girls that can clean. I got girls that can do anything in between. I got to get ready, make everything right. Because all my rowdy friends are coming over tonight. Sing it, Hank. He's talking about my Super Bowl party.
my whole life, working my whole life. And now it's do or die. Come on. This is the Fit Show. It happens live. And now, here's and now, my now, daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Ladies and gentlemen, hello. How are you? Hopefully you're getting everything you need for uh, your Super Bowl party and stuff. Don't forget your wings and your ranch and Drew. What else? Blue cheese and your blue forget cheese. Forget all that oh. ranch noise. Oh, and your and your Rotel dip Ooh. with a little Ooh. some chips. Yeah, ah, yeah. Well, uh, just know that I'm here and I will be there here. All, I will be here all weekend, standing by to receive your "What Are You Kidding Me?" stories. We're gonna go across the globe right now, ladies and gentlemen, out of Scotland. What do I taste like? There is a woman in Scotland named Julie McDowell who has synesthesia. Synesthesia. Synesthesia, Yes. Didn't I say that? Everybody always likes to pronounce the word. Synesthesia? Synesthesia. Yeah. Kind of like anesthesia? Yeah. Similar. Same root. Well. If you're Latin. If you have synesthesia, you could taste words. I repeat, you could taste words. She started mm. She started charging a small fee to tell people okay. what their names taste like. I'm about to start doing this. Yours is like barbecue. Yours tastes like Taco Bell. You're, <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on. I can Where's tell money? you, you are definitely honey mustard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, you taste like mild sauce, but your friend over here, mm, he's, he's extra hot. Oh, ooh, it definitely tastes like chicken. <laughs> You're Tabasco. <laughs> well, I do have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me? This is a woman checking her results. Let's see. I messaged a lady on Twitter who has, I think it's called synesthesia, so she can taste people's names. Um, and I paid her to taste my name, and I've just got the results. She says, Erin is a cola-flavoured boiled sweet, which has been dusted That's in cocoa so powder. Tri- cocoa wow. powder. She's specific. Yeah. Hey, Bethany, what do I taste like? What does your name taste like? Yes. Little Smokies. <laughs> in the jelly sauce like that's in the yeah. can yeah well i'm all right with that you better watch it there's gonna be all sorts of ladies chasing after me those little smokies are good yeah all right let's go to page two what are you kidding me uh out of hungry ladies and gentlemen the moaning man now, this sounds fake but it's not this is absolutely so real it's it's unbelievable there's an office worker in hungary who posted a video of a bathroom faucet because it makes a weird sound when you turn on the hot water and it sounds like a man moaning. See, this is the stuff that makes the What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. I have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio again. This is a faucet that sounds like a man who is moaning. Uh. 
That is Is that not the craziest thing you ever heard in your entire life? It kind of makes me think that there's just a guy sitting there. Every single time the water comes on, he's going, uh, uh. Sounds like me when I'm waking up in the morning a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You've got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Oh yeah, you know it's Friday when you hear when you hear the sounds of movies. Uh, because every single Friday we talk about the movies. Drew is our uh, well, he's a movie critic. He really is a movie critic. He gets to go to the movies before anyone else. He's a critic, period. Mm-hmm. Critical of a lot of things. <laughs> that is true. You are so judgmental of everything. Um, all right, so how many movies we have this uh, for this weekend? Three movies. Are people going to go to the movies this weekend with the Super Bowl? And is, are there going to be any theaters around the country showing the Super Bowl? That's a great question. They might. They have those live events now where they do comedy shows and concerts. I wonder if wow. anyone's doing the Super Bowl. I never thought cool about it. I would love the it. Super Bowl on that big screen. Mm-hmm. People constantly bringing you beer and wings. Well, the energy of the room would definitely add to it. Yeah, that'd be. Fun. Yeah, it's, you know, like this section <gasps> the section going for the what if, Patriots. Or what if they the had like for... one theater for the Rams and one theater for the Patriots? You know, <laughs> no, what I'm I think saying? you should put them all together. No, you gotta mix them. We don't, gosh, yeah. these days we don't need that. Okay. Uh, all right. Oh, so three movies this weekend. Let's get to it. Movie number one: Arctic. Now this is Mads Mikkelsen, who he knew, usually plays a bad guy. He's got that really distinctive bad guy face. He's is, this, been, is this set in the Midwest right now? It is not. Well, <laughs> it looks like it because it's set in the Arctic, where a, this guy, he's your hero here. Uh, after an aircraft crash, he's stuck with that very important question of do you do you you know wait at your camp for rescue or do you venture out into the frozen wasteland, oh, like where you don't job. know if you're gonna make it or anything, right. no supplies. Very harrowing, and it, it's very authentic. They really didn't take any shortcuts in this movie. They didn't do any, mm. there's no, you know, instant trick, and he doesn't, you know, distill water out of the air with his MacGyver trick. It's just like man against nature in impossible odds. So is he by himself a lot in this movie? Yeah. So it's kind of like a castaway. A little bit. No, he's with the Sports Illustrated swimsuit team. <laughs> Zip it. <laughs> I'm trying to say because that's tough. I yeah. mean, that's really tough for an and actor to do. like I said, it's very authentic. I mean, yeah. this is that movie, you'll... And here's the problem with this movie. You kind of feel cold watching it. And I don't think a lot of people are excited about going to the theater this weekend and looking at, you know, snow. They re- They're already freezing outside. Yeah. They don't want to yeah. freeze inside. They released this movie on the wrong weekend. Yeah. <laughs> this might have been a good June release. Uh-huh. They should <laughs> You don't do that during the polar vortex, for I crying know. out loud. Well, they didn't know when they set this in motion months ago. All right, name of the movie? Arctic. Ticket or skip it? Ticket. Movie number two. Miss Bala. This is also very timely because it's about a woman, played by Gina Rodriguez, caught up in the cross-border uh, crime. Basically, the crime oh, war oh, across the border. border. That's very topical. Yeah, so a different kind of topical story, but <laughs> uh, it's kind of a cool action. It's got that girl power sense. It, it's just okay. I mean, it's a it, it's actually a remake of a, of a Mexican movie. So entertaining, but entertaining, not something Entertaining, probably just out. one that you might as well wait for cable. Why don't you just okay. be honest? You don't like movies about girl power, Drew. You're right. just be honest. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, it's got a lot of great action sequences. It's a cool movie. It just doesn't have it all. Like what we want in an action movie. Now. All right, name of the movie: Miss Bala. Ticket or skip it. Skip it. And movie number three. This is the big one. They shall not grow old. Believe it or not, this is a documentary. I don't do a lot of documentaries here, but Peter Jackson, who made Lord of the Rings, made this movie, and it's completely built out of British. Uh, film archives from World War One. Now this it celebrates the hundredth anniversary of the armistice that ended the war in 1918. So the Brits came to Peter Jackson and said, "Would you would you bring this film to life? Would you bring this footage to life?" 
And his one condition was he, they gave him full access to the footage and interview audio from the people in the war. I mean, the actual soldiers who fought the war, British, Australian, and I uh, heard, New Zealand, I heard like Canadians. Film, it, just makes them, it just makes them come to life. So here's what he you did. Know? He used only, uh, only interview footage from the 60s. So these guys aren't that old. And not only did they colorize the film with modern technology, but they also made it digital 3D and they sped it up or sped it down. They slowed it down so that it was real speed and it brings everything. It is unbelievable how real this is. So basically, I want to explain this real quick. So what Drew's saying is whenever you watch old footage and you see him like running fast, really, really fast, it's slowed down so it looks normal. Really humanizes real. This really yeah. makes the war wow. real. This is probably the most real look you'll ever get at World War One. Unbelievable. You definitely recommend it, yeah. It, it's important. Okay, uh, name me that movie. They Shall Not Grow Old. Ticket or Skip It? Ticket. And your pick of the week? Definitely They Shall Not Grow Old. Go see it. All right, every Friday we do Ticket or Skip It. Find Drew on his Instagram at... Critical Drew. And when it comes to movies... Always do Drew. It's The Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. I've been very open about the fact that I'm going for Tom Brady because uh, I love Tom Brady. He's uh, he's one year older than me. Go Rams. And, um, you know, he's a winner. He, he wakes up to win. And I just really, really respect that in people, you know, people who love to compete. Tom Brady is also tied for the most Super Bowl rings. He's won five with the Patriots. The same number is pass rusher Charles Haley, who earned uh, his both with the 49ers uh, and the Cowboys during his 13-year career. So, five rings, mm-hmm. right, for Tom. Now, the Rams have actually won a Super Bowl, but not as the Los Angeles Rams. Originally founded as the Cleveland Rams in 1936, and then they moved to Los Angeles in 1946 and won two NFL championships there. Before the uh, AFL and NFL merger. Yep. Then they went to St. Louis. Then they, they came to St. Louis. I was going to say, okay, yeah. see, whenever they were playing, I was like, gosh, I didn't even know there was an LA Rams. I, th- I only thought there were the St. Louis Rams. Oh, they've only been back for a few <laughs> okay, years. Okay, then that makes sense. There I did do some some uh, some further investigation about you know the Super Bowl ads. A 30-second ad will cost more than $5 million this year. It's just pocket change. So 60, a 60-second 60 ad is going to be what? $10 million. $10 million. Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah, wow, we are in big. the wrong business. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be watching those commercials just going cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. All right, Drew, what about you? Choose your news. I'm getting drunk on a plane. Well, if you're flying to or from the Super Bowl or anywhere, really, be careful. Your behavior can really cost you. A Canadian judge just ordered a passenger who got drunk and belligerent on an airplane. A 44-year-old guy, he was a recovering alcoholic, and he, he was going through some stuff, so he, he just said, forget it. He had a bunch of drinks. He got on a plane. Well, he got belligerent. He caused a problem, forcing them to turn the plane back around to Calgary and go back and land it. Uh-oh. Now, what some people don't know is planes have a maximum landing weight, right? And uh, if they're over that weight, they have to dump weight, usually in fuel. The pilot dumped 20,000 pounds of fuel to get to the landing <gasps> oh, weight no. since it was such a short trip. And uh, a judge ordered this guy to pay $16,000 in restitution to the airline. He said he's sending it out as a message to other passengers like your behavior can cost you. Now, the actual expense to the airline is estimated around $200,000. What this this thing wow. cost them, you know, in, in misconnections, sure. and flights, wow. in time, and all that, and extra maintenance, all of that. Well, what about all that fuel? I yeah. mean, just think about that. Just dumping that much fuel. That's a lot of money. What about the old lady's house that that fuel landed on? <laughs> 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 Give me a bad 
bad crop of carrots this year. Why are people going so crazy on planes lately? What is going on? I just no. think it's general society. Is We have Losing a problem it. with couth. And, and you know what? Stuff like this helps because it shows it, 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 there's a price. You have to pay the price. That's All right, right, Bethany, the mouth from the south. Choose your news. Grab your curtain dresses and load up the wagon, y'all, because Gone with the Wind will return to theaters for two days only in honor of its 80th anniversary. It premiered wow. in 1939. It's going to be shown at participating movie theaters across the country. Get it on Thursday, February 28th and Sunday, March 3rd for fans looking to see the classic flick on the big screen again. What is the, what's the famous line he says to, oh yeah, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Frankly, yeah. Scarlet, I don't give a damn. Frankly, Scarlet, my dear, I don't give a damn. Yeah. Uh, Have you ever watched it all through, Gone yeah. with the Wind? Just yeah. to let you know, Gone with the Wind is considered the highest grossing film of all time. It brought in the equivalent of $1.8 billion when adjusted for inflation during its 80-year span. All right, there you go. Fridays, choose your news. This is The Fit Show. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. All right, we're having a world-famous selfie contest right now on our, on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash follow fits. That's with a Z, facebook.com slash follow fits. Uh, take a selfie with the expression of, of who you are going for uh, for the big game this weekend. Yeah, I know that's, I know it's going to be hard to do with a selfie, but I want well, you to try. Get creative. Yeah, just get creative with it. Are you going for the Patriots or will it be the Rams? Again, facebook.com slash follow fits. Anybody, uh, anybody on the show have a tattoo? Nope. I have one. Drew, you have a tattoo. Tell me about your tattoo, Drew. I have a tattoo that says USMC, and it's on my back. You and do? That, mm-hmm. I never even knew. And that stands for United States Marine Corps, right? Yes. At least you know what that means. Yeah. Because I don't know if you heard about you know pop singer Ariana Grande. She got a brand new tattoo. <laughs> okay. uh, now, keep in mind, it, not too long ago, she got a, ta- a, a, a matching ink tattoo with Pete Davidson. That's mm-hmm. the guy from SNL. Mm-hmm. Yes. They broke up. So, cautionary tales, as yeah. Drew liked to call them, yep. cautionary tales. Yeah, you would have thought that. she would have learned something. <laughs> well, now, ladies and gentlemen, she uh, she just got some Japanese symbols inked on her hand, oh, right? No. That probably mean French fries. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> and Ariana Grande, uh, she, she got these symbols on her hand, and they're supposed to say Seven Rings, which is the title of her brand new song, I guess. Mm-hmm. But... Oh, Lordy. But they mean onion rings. <laughs> All I got to say is both of you are pretty close. Really? After she posted the picture, Twitter starts going crazy. And millions of people uh, pointed out that they actually mean small Japanese barbecue grill. <laughs> like a hibachi. Like a hibachi. That's awesome. She got, she got a tattoo. Yeah. She got a tattoo that that basically means small Japanese barbecue grill. See, I would actually get that intending for it to mean that because I love the hibachi. <laughs> I mean, I love the hibachi too, but yeah, man. I mean, that's the thing, and I, I think there's a difference between the, I guess, Chinese interpretation and the Japanese interpretation of, of like a little Swiss or Swiss. Well, yeah, because they're different languages. Well, they know, have a shared I, history of their their character sure. set, but they're I, different. That's, that's, but 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 some of those symbols are, are are quite similar. Yes. But just any little tiny thing could obviously. But they diverged thousands of years yeah. ago. Yeah. So she uh, she basically you Is know she in tears. Yeah, she's freaking out right she now. She learned another lesson. <laughs> she said some of the characters got left out, but she added, "quote It hurt like you know what." She goes, "Well, it still looks tight." 
I actually heard that <laughs> something today happened. Oh, can you Google the latest on the Ariana Grande uh, she, uh, tattoo? Sure. Because I think she went like back to the doctor and there was another mistake that was made. Like today on that tattoo. Back to the doctor. That's the thing, man, with those symbols. I mean, you just really, you, you never really know. Don't get any kind of symbol or symbology from a language or culture that you don't understand. You aren't very comfortable and familiar with. Period. End of story. All I know is it says, What's it say? Ariana Grande updates botched tattoo, and now it makes even less sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, dig up. Now it means small Japanese barbecue grill. Go Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> What? Now everybody's confused now. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll be right back, getting ready for a reality check. Coming up next, do you know what you want to talk about for the reality check today? I do. You know, not everyone's a fan of Tom Brady, but uh, one guy's hate for him cost him his job. I'll tell you about that next. It's Friday. Fitz happens. Ow! The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, stand by for The Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way in seconds from Bethany, the mouth from the south. How many states are rooting for the Rams to win the Super Bowl? 52. How many states? (laughs) I'm going to tell you in just a few minutes. Drew is standing by with the Friday reality check. For the first time, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell acknowledged a missed call in the NFC Championship game. We understand the frustration of the fans. That was in a big press conference earlier this week, and it's actually the first time the big man himself, the the commissioner of the sport, uh, has... You know, we've heard it from his own mouth. Owned but up. in that same speech, when people were, of course, the questions came flying. Will, will this lead to changes? Will this fix the rules? He strongly cautioned people to remember that that has to come from the owners commission. It has to be a three quarter vote, which means about 20 to 18 owners have to vote on. It. He said this group has been historically very reluctant to uh, allow for any uh, no call reversals or any no call reviews, even. So no, he says, since it was not that. called, that's the owners basically. Yeah, well, on. meaning wow. if there's not a call, you can challenge potentially a call. So if uh, if I a ref that. makes a call, you can challenge it. But if there's no call, you, it could slow the whole game down. If if people are allowed to call things that they think should have been called or weren't called, ah, now in other words, what you're saying. like a, a, an actual penalty call stops the game, stops the clock, yeah, but you and know then what? you have a chance to appeal it. It's all easy for Roger Goodell to say, you know what? Yeah. He gets to go to the Super Bowl every mm-hmm. year in his private jet. Those poor players from the Saints. This was their once in a lifetime. Could have, yeah, opportunity for, for some of those people. Yes. Absolutely, mm-hmm. it's possible. Oh, oh I'm just been festering on it. Just has been festering yeah, with you me. And, you and about half the rest of the country. <laughs> yeah. All right, what else is going on? Well, sticking with that football theme, we all have chosen sides. Everyone's decided, and of course, Tom Brady's a very—he's uh, a very polarizing figure. You either love him or you hate him. Fitz loves him. Or, you don't necessarily have to hate him. I've never met you. I know it's crazy. I know your number. I love Tom Brady. Go ahead. Exactly. Well, uh, you know, he's got, he carries around some some stigma, especially since the deflate gate scandal from a few years ago. And there was other scandals before that that were cheating related. Well, a, a unnamed person at a Pittsburgh TV station, KDKA, was responsible for putting up a graphic on the screen during a news broadcast when they showed Tom Brady and it said, known cheater, Tom Brady. <gasps> uh... 
the station has announced that that employee has been fired. They oh, did not disclose their name. Why. They didn't say who it was. Well, here's here's what they said. They, they deserve said. to be fired. They said, while fans are entitled to have a personal opinion, we have a journalistic responsibility to provide unbiased reporting. So, but they, I agree with that. But they found in Deflategate, they found that those were deflated, that that was cheating. Tom Brady denies it. Well, he can deny it all he wants, Tom, but they the, yeah. still did an independent uh-huh, investigation. What's and that they have found to do with that ball going to the receiver's hands? He cheated. What's that have to do with the quarterback throwing it to somebody? You want to sit there and deflect. I will defend. No, not it's not deflect. defending. It's deflecting. He's a cheater. That's ridiculous. He's a known no. cheater. Bethany, you get fired for that. Belichick is. He's a cheater, yeah. cheater, <laughs> cheater, 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 pumpkin eater. Bethany, I'm going to have to fire you. Cheater. <laughs> cheater, cheater, right. cheater. What else? Is going on? Uh, one more story, Drew. Uh, well, quickly, uh, the president has warned lawmakers that as we only have really proper about a week left uh, to come up with a deal uh, so that it has time to go through and get voted on before that February 15th money runs out for funding the government. The president has made it clear like, hey, whatever you're working on, if it doesn't include border wall funding, you're wasting your time. He's going to shut it down again. Yeah, he says, I'm not going to approve anything that doesn't have my funding included. All right, there you go. That is the Friday reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Well, let's see what's trending right now. Obviously, Super Bowl is uh, is trending. Super Bowl 53, right? Yep. I thought this was pretty amazing. Uh, the LA Rams uh, receiver, Brandon Cooks, he actually gave his Super Bowl tickets to the team janitor. That's very cool. And Screech from Saved by the Bell was like, best gift I ever got. <laughs> oh. Oh. And we wonder why the guy's so angry. Yeah. Talking about Screech. Careful, he'll knife you. <laughs> That's right. He's dangerous. Yeah, that dude's straight up psycho. Isn't he? Yeah, All he right. Uh, Bethany, stand by with the good, the bad, and the gossip right now. All right. Let's talk about the good. The bowl of superness. 30 Five states are rooting for the Rams to win the Super Bowl. You got the whole nation behind you, Goff. Do it. 35 states. Brady. Brady. Hey, 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 hey. Now, in addition to New England, the states rooting for Tom Brady include North Dakota, both Carolinas, Michigan, West Virginia, Kentucky, and of course, my home state of Louisiana. Which is still, obviously, because they are still angry about that NFC championship. They have a right to be. Mm -hmm. So, moving on to the bad. I don't know why this is the bad, but it's just kind of, you know? A 23-year-old woman named Noor Alfala dated Mick Jagger last year when he was 74. Again, she's 23. He was 74. Mm -hmm. But on Monday, she was seen with 88-year-old Clint Eastwood. Oh. I know, right? That's why I put it in the bat. It's just kind of like, ugh. She what is says, up with that? Maybe she likes the older, older, older guys. Gosh, I don't know. But she says they're just friends and it was a family get-together. I don't know. That seems kind of like a pattern. I feel like she likes guys with huge wallets. <laughs> Maybe she just really misses her grandpa and she's able to, like, find that connection with Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Gosh. I don't know. I uh, don't know. He's getting up there. How old, how old is he right now? 88. 88, 88 years yeah. old. And he looks every minute of it. I mean, I love Clint Eastwood, he but does. he's yeah, he's he's not one of those fountain of youth guys. Look, if I was t- if I was a 23-year-old single gal, the only reason I'd be near Clint Eastwood is to get at his son. That's oh, the only Scott reason. Eastwood. Oh, Scotty. Yeah, but she's only good, 23? He's, she's only oh, 23. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. He was 75 when she was born, or uh, 65 when she was born. Right. Anyway. Okay, let's move on to the gossip. Justin Bieber has outraged some fans 
by his clothing line, House of Drew, okay? Now, just to let you know, mm-hmm. Drew is his middle name. So that's where he gets that from. I knew um, I liked that kid. <laughs> well, uh. let me tell you. Some of these items, well, most of these items are very pricey. We're talking about $128 to $148 for some corduroy items. Also, um, $48 for a t-shirt, $98 for a hoodie. So there's lots of fans that are like, uh, is there a section for broke people? I mean... Is there a section for your fans? Right. Is there a section for people that don't have a job? Is he selling any of that peroxide that he bleaches his hair with, too? I don't think so. Mm-mm. Not yet, at least. It's like if you have as much money as Justin Bieber has, why do you need a clothing line? You don't. You know? Because someone, stay busy? You need someone to do. comes to these people and says, hey, here's our line. Do you like it? Put your name on it. We'll cut oh. you in on the profits. It, they don't really have anything to That's do right. with it. Yeah. Come on. He designed all those clothes, mm-hmm. Drew. I'm sure he did. Because what do you always see him in? Ba- sagging basketball shorts and a tank top. That's all you ever see the guy in. <laughs> That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. This is Why Today Doesn't Suck. For Friday, February 1st, 2019. Super Bowl Friday, folks. That's what it is. Uh, I want to say that the shortest month of the year actually begins today. Really? Yes. Oh, February, of course. Yeah, I knew that. Uh, Also, it is Groundhog's Day Eve, you guys. Just to give everybody a little reminder. What's his name? Poxitani. Poxitani Phil. Poxitani Phil. Yeah. I wonder if anyone's going to be there to see if he comes out. Boy, he should have rescheduled it. Yeah, he's too cold from the polar vortex. He's like, forget about it. Forget about it this year. Well, the mayor probably needs to do like Nancy Pelosi. She needs to send a letter to Phil, letting him know that the... That this, that you know, that him coming out of the hole has been rescheduled till after the polar <laughs> right. vo- vortex. Uh, having a birthday today, One Direction singer Harry Styles turns 25. Rapper Big Boy of Outkast turns 44 years old today. He's going to be performing um, at the Super Bowl halftime show, mm-hmm. and rumor is he is going to be wearing his Big Boy pants. So that's good. You know, Maroon Five is saying that they're going to let you know their halftime show do do, do the talking for them. I, I'm just wondering what's going to go. I mean, what what are they? Uh, is it going to be basic? Are they really going to have some surprises? What do you think? We'll see. Talk about dangerous, though. I, I think I'd back out. No, you know how many albums they're going to sell just for performing at the Super Bowl? Yeah, but it's around good. the world, around the globe. No, I don't think you would back out if you were a musician. Oh, I do. It. That's the biggest stage yeah, in you're right. the world. I just, I just, you I wouldn't mean, back out. That's your only so chance to do it. Conflict based now. I know. It's, just, it's like you're stepping in a bee's nest. Rise above it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, Elvis's little girl, Lisa Marie Presley, is 51 years old today. She's been married four times, including Michael Jackson, Nicolas Cage, uh, some other guy that we don't really know his name, but he's mm-hmm. some rocker, weird. Rocker yeah. man. I wonder if Elvis were still alive today, which he is. He was just spotted at a McDonald's in Tampa last week. Sure. But I wonder, you know, if there'd be a lot of ladies saying things about Elvis, you know, with the whole movement that's going oh, on right now. Oh, for sure. I mean, he pretty much slept with every single female co-star he had except for <laughs> Funicello. No Annette kidding. Funicello. That's, that's right. right. She would not she give in to the king. One. Really? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. She said, no, Elvis, I'm not going to, no. She said, I'm not that kind of girl, Elvis. Yeah. That's strength. Um, He actually wrote Love Me Tender about her. Seriously? No. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. So you could have had me right there on the hook. Polly Shore is 51 years old today. The MMA- weasel. The, we- the weasel. MMA fighter Ronda Rousey is 32 years old today. And uh, it was on this day in 1951, an atomic explosion was shown on TV for the very first time. That's important. That's yeah. big. Because obviously 51, this is after the end of the war. It's about six years after the, you know, the bombs were used in war. Uh, so we knew all about them probably and had heard many descriptions. But this is the first time people saw it. Right. You're right. And witnessed that. Uh, hey, Bethany, let, let, let's go to the Janet one. It was on this day, folks, in 2004. Y'all ready? This is, this is the one that changed it all. This changed everything for radio and television. This is what made us not be able to do anything at all anymore on the radio because of Janet. Janet Jackson, Diddy, Kid Rock, and Justin Timberlake. Performing during the halftime show at Super Bowl, it was... Uh, 38. Thir- was it 38? Mm-hmm. And it was the booby gate, if you remember. Yeah, here was the moment. Whoa! Choose your music. Okay, yeah. cut to commercial. Okay. And apparently it just... Do you remember them claiming they, they were... Their families uh, we were ruined. We didn't know. Uh, yeah, they were saying, we didn't know what was going to happen. A wardrobe. That's where the term that's wardrobe right, malfunction right. came from. That's but right. he says, going to have you naked by the end of the song, and he pulls on her blouse like you know so that planned. was planned. So planned. Yes. This happens live. And now... Here's and now, my daddy. It's time for your... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, I am standing by with the news that did not make the news. Yes, that, uh, the news that did not make the news, they are the what are you kidding me stories of the day. As always, thank you guys, my what are you kidding me field correspondents, sending me great stuff constantly. If you don't mind, folks, I'm going to take you out of, let's see, what city is this? Out of South Carolina. Fear does not exist in this mini-mart, does it? No, sensei! Somewhere in the world right now, Ralph Macchio is very upset because there is a guy who stole a purse out of a car at a gas station in Swansea, South Carolina earlier this week. But for whatever reason, before he took the purse, he got into the crane kick pose for the karate from the karate kid. Yes. There is really? actually video of him like where he's about to do the crane kick, you know? And uh, the cops posted photos of the guy and his sweet, awesome karate form on Facebook last week. (laughs) Uh, They updated it a few hours later saying the guy has been identified. And when I think of the crane kick, the only thing I could think about is this right here, you know. I believe this is Karate Kid 2 when they were in Okinawa. Is that right? Uh, I don't know which one the song comes from, but I definitely think Karate Kid when I hear it. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. You know what else they did in that one? Don't you remember? They they, they had those little... The tea ceremony? The, yes, and the little lanterns that were floating up into the heavens. Mm-hmm. And, he, and, he, and he... I think he should have stayed with that girl. But, but he left Okinawa, and he left her there all alone, and then he went back to America and just, like, forgot about it. Well, wow. that's Hollywood, baby. That's how life, life moves on. All right, then. Obviously, Karate Kid's a little more important to me than it is you guys. I loved Karate Kid. Has anyone ever really examined the crane kick? Uh, because it always, even as a kid when that movie came out, I, I felt it didn't Every pass the straight face. To, no, no, I meant 
I don't think you know, it Mr. Works. Miyagi says it's undefendable if it's done right. And I'm looking at it going like, looks, you just push the guy over. He's standing on one foot before he kicks. Yeah, and not only that, aren't you kind of telegraphing exactly what yes. you're going to do? It's like you're telling the dude, hey, I'm about to try to attempt to kick you in the face. Yeah. Now, I'm standing on my right foot, but my left foot's going to kick you in the face in just a second. <laughs> so get ready. Hey, when I put my arms up, it means yeah. I'm about to kick you. You know what I'm saying? All right. Again, I guess you have to really be a fan of the Karate Kid. I mean, who came up with that? Mr. Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi. weren't you watching? I'm talking about... Mr. Miyagi, how, he's, he's passed away. How dare you insult him? I'm not talking about Mr. Miyagi. Yes, you are. I'm talking about the writers. No, yeah. you're not. What person was like, okay, listen, we're going to do the arms up like this. We got to have a really ridiculous looking move for, yes! for the finale. Yes! Something that only Daniel-san can do. Yes! Daniel-san. <laughs> did he ever get to keep that car that Mr. Miyagi gave him? Oh, that beautiful Buick? Yes. I don't know. I hope so. I didn't, he Mr. Did. didn't Mr. Miyagi have the coolest backyard ever? Yeah. Remember, oh it was gosh. in like a, a trash heap. It was in like a yeah. wrecking yard, but he had this beautiful little Paradise. Oasis. Yeah. yeah. Always wonderful. with his bonsais. Mm -hmm. Yes, and his sake. And his tiny little scissors. <laughs> Page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of Massachusetts. On second thought, a woman went into a bank in Massachusetts last Monday, and she wrote a note demanding money. But then all of a sudden she tore it up and she threw it away instead of giving it to the teller. <laughs> Second thoughts? That's right. Uh, but unfortunately for her, uh, she's still facing charges for attempted bank robbery. Really? Even though she ripped up the uh, demand letter? Interesting. Yeah. I bet her lawyer can get her off on that. You think so? Yeah. All right then. Well, maybe we'll uh, give you an update on that one. <laughs> she exercised her better judgment. Yes. Now, if she would have walked into the bank and did the crane kick... Right. Different ball game. Well, because right. it's indefendable if it's done right. <laughs> or undefensible. <laughs> and anytime a bank teller sees anybody doing that, they're just going to throw, throw out the cash. Right. Hit the button. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> you got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This happens. Live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. And as always, if you have any good going on in your life, I want you to tell me about it. If it's big, if it's something small, it doesn't matter as long as it's something good. And I love getting your messages, by the way, on Facebook about your good stuff. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Um, there is a 43-year-old woman in Thailand who was seven miles into a marathon last week when she saw the runners in front of her avoiding something in the road. They, she didn't know what was going on. Real quick, how long is a marathon? 26.2. Is that why you wow. see those stickers on the back of everyone's vehicles? Yes. Yep. My, They're bragging. Those stickers are bragging. Well, also my uncle, um, he does... Uncle Timmy. Yeah, Uncle Timmy does triathlons. Right. And he has, for every triathlon he's done, he has his time um, or however much he's... Doesn't he get a tattoo for he every... Does, he has a tattoo for everyone. That's very interesting. Well, as she's running and, and there's all this stuff going on you know, up ahead of her, she notices that there's a puppy right in the middle of the Aww. road. And that's everybody was kind of dodging the puppy. And they were in the middle of nowhere. There weren't any houses or other dogs around. So she knew that the puppy was either really, really lost or somebody just dropped it off and yeah. abandoned it. So instead of just running around it like everyone else, she picks it up. But she kept running the marathon and carried Whoa. it with her for the last 19 miles. Wow. 19? That is crazy. It's so much more exhausting to run. If you think about it, holding something. It's like 10 times more exhausting really? than, because you can't swing your arms. That's part of your motion. And Drew, tell everybody how you know that. Uh, in boot camp. Yeah. That, that's the only reason I they would know They make you it. run with a rifle? You have to run holding your rifle in front of you. Uh, you know, not every day, but sometimes. <laughs> and you just realize, even in your best shape, just holding that rifle is so much more tiring because your arms aren't swinging. 
And think about that. A little tiny puppy, it might not seem like much, but like you said, Drew, that extra three to four pounds, it, it obviously would get pretty heavy yeah, after a while. for 19 miles. She says it made the marathon twice as hard, but she said he was just too cute to leave behind. And he goes, say it like that, he was just too cute. And she tried to track down the owner later on, but nobody ever came forward. So she took him to a vet, got him vaccinated, and ended up adopting him. Yay! I was like, she has to keep mm-hmm. him now. They have a story. Well, you know what she named him? Take a guess. Marathon. Huh? Uh, I don't know. I'm at, you gotta, I want you to guess. Oh, what did she name this puppy dog that she found during the marathon? Uh, Track and field. Nope. Keep going, Bethany. You got to guess. Iron Man. <laughs> Any guess. Street. Wheaties. <laughs> no. What was it? Street. She found him street? in the street. She found him in the street. You said- Really? Name she anything. named the dog Street? Maybe. What is wrong with you? <laughs> no, Bethany. She named the dog- Chomboing. Oh, I was close. Oh, I mean, yeah. I which was is the name? That. Which was the name of the area where the marathon was held? Okay. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> That's just as bad as street. That, it's almost as unimaginative as street. <laughs> hey, street! Get over here, street! You never know. <laughs> anyway, uh, she and the dog man—they're doing—they're doing great. And there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Come on, let's go! This is going to be epic. Come on. Let's hear it. Now back to The Fit Show. I just like his humor. F-I-T with the Z. Fitz happens. Lie, 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 lie. Welcome back to the show. Find me on Twitter, at FollowFitz. Two words, FollowFitz with the Z if you like Twitter. Uh, Drew is right over there. What's up, Drew? What's happening? There's Bethany, the mouth from... The South, and uh, I always say this, but we're a dog show. We love our puppy dogs so, so much. And um, Drew's dog, a little ace man, he, he's been having a rough rough time for about you know, the past few months. Yeah, I, very rough. Kind of give us a recap of what happened to Ace Man and, and kind of w- what's leading up to this point. It all started with a raccoon attack in our yard, and uh, that led to, you know, he was scratched up and cut up. Uh, and that led to an infection sometime later that... that festered under his skin and it took a long time to figure out he was very ill they finally cultured it figured out it was got him on the right medicine and we thought we were completely cured all the little in growth the clear. in the clear the little bump had gone down everything had gone down um and then about just a couple of weeks ago we noticed it again this bump had come back in the same area and it's kind of a fluid filled area thing so it, so you've had all sorts of tests and stuff yeah and, 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 and what they've are kind of believing is you know this this infection that is still in your little dog's body all stems from this raccoon attack right yeah. because they're so dang dirty yeah and it, it's a GI <laughs> bug so it's something that would normally be in the uh, guts but it's under his skin so it's not where you would normally find so it so it was probably like a bite like from it was in his saliva yeah. the, the raccoon saliva or maybe but, you know they eat with their hands all the mm-hmm. time but your little puppy dog just is not feeling good just can't is- shake it just when we think we're out of the woods it comes back we got it Took him in again, got another dose of medicine, and even when it looks like it's coming down, it seems like it flares back up, and we I don't just understand can't solve it. why they don't lance it and get the infection out. Because they can't get it all, and it only takes one cell in there. I mean, they lanced it to well, culture it. They pu- pulled a bunch out, cultured it. That's how they figured out what it was and figured out what would kill it, because it was resistant to most antibiotics. That is crazy. Hey, if there's a vet listening, uh, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in your car, maybe reach out to us if you could... Uh, oh, give us anything. some information on, on, on how to help. I was just telling 
yeah, because them off the air that he's he's you know this morning he was having another rough day and we we're, we keep feeling like we're making progress and then we'll have these big setbacks. Yeah, like one step forward, two steps back. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Um, well, I was gonna say you know because this is like you know Drew and Jill they don't have kids. This is their child. This is. Oh, this yeah. Is, Ace is the baby. Joe would step in front of a bus for Ace. Right. <laughs> You're right. And, and and we should all do that for our little animals. You know what I mean? Uh, I, again, though, I just, I wish you tried to lance that thing. I remember one time I had this, like, pimple on my chest, and uh, Bethany tried to, you know, squeeze it. No, remember that you one? made me. Yeah. I love how you're acting all like it was so whatever. You love no. squeezing and popping anything you can I, get your hands on. Mm-mm. With this, I told you, leave it alone. He's a yeah. picker. He's a picker mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. picks I'm a and picker picks and a digger. And mm-hmm. Yeah. And I kept telling him, leave it alone. Your nails are dirty. You know, right. they're full of bacteria and right. stuff. And he Plus, kept... that's all part of the healing process. And so, yeah, it basically got infected with staph. Got staph infection. Ugh. So, what did I do? I went and I said, Yeah, but. Cut me! Cut me! And they, they lanced it and that little lady just went. And I still have a little hole there. Yeah, there's like a little. Well, well you know, I it's make like it a sound like scar. that. It's not like this gaping no, thing in my no. chest, my I lord. Tiny. It's like a little follicle. You can see your heart beating in there. <laughs> <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So, so what's the next step? Uh, I called the doctor. They weren't in today. I'm gonna try to speak with them tomorrow. But if if this if 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 it's not part of the healing process, yeah. we're talking about a specialist at this point. I mean, the, and that gets the really vet expensive, has thrown right? her hands up and said, we might have to go to a, a doggy dermatologist and uh-huh. see if we can figure something else out. Well, do you want me to start a GoFundMe for the Ace Man? <laughs> we might be getting there. <laughs> this is The Fit Show. Oh. One, two, three, four. Now back to The Fit Show. American made. It happens live. Welcome back to the show, go Tom Brady. Welcome back, go 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 Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff, you're the man. Jared Goff, you know that? Did you hear that Jared Goff, the quarterback for the Rams, said that he thought Tom Brady was a handsome man? Well, he is. <laughs> well, he is. You can't no one, really no lie one's questioning that. that. Uh, all right, welcome back to the show. Hope you're getting ready for uh, for your big party plans. I know I am. I already got the wings. I already got the ranch. Drew, I even got some blue cheese for you. All right, all right. And uh, you know what else I got for you? Um, Obviously, if, if you're having a big like Super Bowl party, you need to have a, a special sound, you know, some, some special music playing. If you've been listening to the show for a minute, you know that I love to make Drew cringe any way I possibly can. Oh boy, where is this going? <laughs> Whether it's me sending him stuff on on Facebook Messenger, you know, that frankly offends him, and I don't know why. Would offend 99% of the population. <laughs> 1% are just weirdos that would that wouldn't be offended by that stuff. That's a lie, Drew. <laughs> I'm so mad that you don't laugh at that stuff anymore. I, I send him stuff. He it's not anymore. anymore. I never did. <laughs> Have I stopped sending it? No. <laughs> do you look at? Do you even look at the stuff that I send? No. Like, I don't know. See, I you become blog. the boy who cried wolf because if you send anything, I just don't look. I, you could well, send me the greatest video in the world, and I wouldn't see it. He could for... send you something that says "I'm dying" and you yeah, wouldn't see of it. Of course not. Well, how would I get? How was I supposed to know? <laughs> Well, something else that, that you'll know about Drew is Drew absolutely hates all children. I don't but, hate children. I and, just don't like spending time around them or being around them. <laughs> and he specifically hates, you know, music where kids are singing, particularly kids bop. Oh, so, yeah. 100% so, agree. So, Drew, I, I found some special kids bop music that I think I'm going to be playing at our Super Bowl party this weekend. Uh, and I think you're going to, I mean, some some really great country classics. Like, sure. Yeah, we won't hesitate. Uh, to break down the garden game. Yeah! There's not much to 
much time left today. Listen to the kiddos. Life is a highway. I want to ride it all So they just got a bunch of kids to scream over the top of, of Rascal Flatts. <laughs> what? It, it sounds like they're singing at a summer camp. They're just yelling. No, they brought him in a professional recording studio. They're just yelling over a track. Are you saying that there was just a basic, like you said, track and they mm-hmm. just... I don't believe that. Here, I got one a little better for you. Ready? Here, yeah, see if you like this one. Baby, you a song. You make me want to roll it's kids my windows down and cruise. Well, this song was written for children. A little FGL <laughs> and... <laughs> that offended me. And kids bop. It's the best of both worlds right here. Mm-hmm. Beautiful children's voices, Florida Georgia Line. Yeah, when I first saw the pretty smile on her, she's dancing right out of the uh. South Georgia you know, I, also, I don't even think they're, they're kids. I think those are adults and they're pitching up their voices. Yeah, I also have a problem with kids singing adult songs because really the theme in most songs are like love, romance, I saw her standing across the room. Oh, but you they know. changed those words. Right, let me see. Let me give him one more. All right, and uh, you should see Drew. He's actually sweating right now. Here, what about this one? A little Kenny Chan's name. Oh. Oh. It's going to ruin anything. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to The Fit Show. Fitz happens live. The Fit Show. Welcome to the Friday Show, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Fitz. Uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to us every single day. I mean, we, we really, really appreciate you and your loyalty. There's Drew. Mm-hmm. There's Bethany the Mouth from the South. And wherever you are right now, snap what you see and just send it back to me. We want to see what's going on from your eyes. Snap what you see. Post it on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Uh, we're going to have a little conversation with Just Us Girls right now. Yeah, I call this Mommy Minutes, mm-hmm. where Bethany at the Mouth from the South is going to talk about something that, well, frankly, a lot of mommies can connect with, right? Well, we're just going to have a little girl uh, chat. Well, this is, this is more about something that ladies, I think, should know in general. Okay. Yeah. All right, uh, what you got for Mommy Minutes today? Well, you know, when you get married, you expect, you know, the person that you marry to stick by your side through all things life throws at you, right? Okay. Thick and thin. Right. For better or for worse. Well, Sickness and health. Right. And that's that's what I'm getting at right here. What if you got sick? And I'm not talking about a small cold. I'm talking about like terminally ill here. Um, a recently, a study came out and they studied, let's see, 500, I want to say, yeah, 500 patients who are identified as having brain tumors that also happen to be married at the time of diagnosis. And from there, couples were followed, and about 53% of the patient population ended up divorced. This is the crazy part. That's scary. A different study that they found that actually a woman is six times more likely to be separated or divorced soon after being diagnosed with cancer or multiple sclerosis than her male counterpart, which means men are more like six times more likely to leave you in your time of need than a woman is. You know what's crazy? I just read something about this this doctor who like lives in South Africa. His wife has Alzheimer's. Did see this? Yeah. And um, so his wife is in the house most of the time. Yet he's got a girlfriend. He takes care of her. He takes care. He takes of his care wife. of his wife. But his girlfriend lives with him. And obviously the wife doesn't know what's going on. And everybody's like, Hey, hey, hey you are married. This is your wife, and she has Alzheimer's. It is your. Di-. At the same time, this dude's girlfriend is also living in their house and also taking care of the wife. And it's just like, whoa. Wow. Drew yeah. kind of reminds me of something. <laughs> Drew? Well, uh, 
Kind of. My, uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> My mother has a boyfriend who technically still has a wife. What do you mean technically? I mean, she's not, she's not there, if you know what I mean. She's, she's not. And she's sick. She's, yeah, she's, yeah. Terminally. It feeds into this, I suppose. Right. Yes. Um, they say that the study lends itself to believe that men are just not natural caregivers, where women are. Women are not loyal, all right, and and that we just bail when when things get bad and rough. That sounds pretty awful. That's what it that sounds, sounds like. really really I mean, horrible. Do, do they give any information about the length of the uh, of these illnesses? Is this or, or are they all terminal? Or is they this... all say that they're all terminal. So yes, but I mean, they said that most of these women come you on, know, guys, we could do better than end this. End divorce or they end up alone. You know, so. Just wanted to throw that out there hey, for Fitz, you guys. Hey, wh- why are you in Cancun this weekend? Oh, my wife's got strep throat. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Is standing by with the Friday reality check. An elaborate bank heist thwarted. This was definitely from straight out of a movie. When police came to investigate this possible sinkhole in Pembroke Pines, Florida, they spotted a power cord inside, and nearby they found the entrance to a tunnel. Oh my gosh! Can Wait you a second. That? Is El Chapo in Florida? Somebody watches <laughs> a lot of movies. Yeah. So a sinkhole opened up in a lawn in Florida. It was it was relatively close to a Chase Bank. And uh, when they came to investigate, oh, you know, probably need to put some barricades out. They saw the power cord. They followed the sinkhole and they found the entrance. A 150 foot long tunnel, very small tunnel. But guesses are they were planning on like, you know, burrowing into the vault or or underneath the floor and come up after hours. But I don't think that would even work anymore. This is like, you know, this isn't the Flintstones. They have motion detectors and cameras like so what if you can get inside the bank itself? Maybe they're going in the vault. I don't know. But I just thought that was a funny story because it's right out of the movies. Haven't you seen Ocean's Eleven? Yeah. And well, they could do 12 anything. 12 and 13. They could do all of it. And they bank could do those flips and... through the laser lights, you know? Oh, you, like you got to have Impossible. that acrobat guy. Yeah, you got to have that person. Oh, they got them. They got them. Blow the smoke out there so you can see all the laser lights and you can do the flips and dun, crawl dun, on the ground dun, dun, underneath. Dun, dun, dun. Well, maybe that was the plan, but <laughs> they're whole sunk and, and they got caught. Or I don't know if they caught anybody yet, but they got found out. Well, can't rob that bank, fellas. Yep. What else is happening? So this one's for the parents. Go check that freezer, especially before the Super Bowl. Chicken nuggets are usually on the menu. Well, Tyson recalled 36,420 pounds of uh, white meat panko chicken nuggets for rubber uh, infestation you know, whatever, rubber in the in the chicken. And in the related story, 10,000 Michelin tires are being recalled because they may contain chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first time that there's been rubber contamination. I guess earlier, uh, a couple months ago, they had to recall 220,000 pounds from Foster Farms. And no one knows how. They assume it's something coming off the production equipment, off right, processing, right. maybe conveyor oh, belts no. or wearing out or nozzles or something like that. But basically... Uh, Too many it, chickens crossing the road. That's right. The, the <laughs> rubber on the road, right? It's where the rubber meets the road, the chicken cross. If your uh, white meat panko chicken nuggets have a best used by date of November 26th, those are the bad ones. So take them back to your store right. and throw them out. All right. Well, let's do that. Yeah. I got to go check the freezer. Yeah. So there is relief in sight for, uh, you know, the the super chill that's been freezing the nation and those just record low temperatures, sub-zero vortex. temperatures, the polar vortex. Uh, 
you know, the forecast has actually some decent temperatures coming, but this has been a deadly event. You know, they're calling it that right. once in a lifetime freeze uh, or once in a generation freeze. And the death count is somewhere around 13 at this point. And we will probably no find kidding. more. Yeah. And, th and that's across the entire Midwest and Eastern I, I US. Guess, I mean, it's so cold now, too, that Starbucks is actually like serving lattes on a stick. Well, I mean, no. Whenever I'm reading what? these stories, I, re I, I'm actually saying to myself, what, what, what's, what was that person doing? Like, what yeah. were they doing outside? Why were they outside? Why were they all outside? Why were they? I, I, I mean, think we're that, talking which, about these are people who live in places that are uh, frequently have cold winters, so they don't think that it's going to be any worse. But, but it's so much colder. That difference of ten or fifteen degrees less than you're used to can be everything. Because, like we found out, breathing can be dangerous. That's right? They when said it's, it's dangerous so to breathe. You can be bundled up head to toe, have it all covered, but you breathe too, you know, too hard, and you can hurt your lungs. Well, one good thing is, is that it seems like a lot of the the cities were even giving out a lot of tents and stuff to homeless mm -hmm. people. There were there was transportation set up tents. like tents for for the homeless to to sleep in, to have some yeah. sort of shelter or cover. They're also picking up people off the street. Yeah, it's actually shocking to when you look at the homeless situation in a lot of cities across the country. It's shocking that there weren't more deaths if there's people who don't actually have a home to live in. There you go. The Friday reality check. Fitch happens live. Straight out of country. All right, I know everybody's getting ready for the big game this weekend. Uh, we'll get to uh, some how, how country is going to be a part of the Super Bowl in moments. But first, Casey Musgraves is saying the toughest part about being a woman in music is having to work harder to overcome things like unequal pay and unequal festival billing. Wow. She wants to get paid. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with nothing wrong with wanting to you know get what everybody else is making. I think this is where it gets. And look, I'm a lady, so I'm I'm just saying though, this is where it gets kind of. Um, I don't know. Rocky? Yeah, because they pay you with what you what you bring in. Right. You know it's what I'm saying? On, it's based off your star, how right. bright it is, so, how high it is. Chris Stapleton, you know, if he can bring in, you know, three million more people than you can. Right, or he's going to make more. Right, he's yeah. going to make more. And, yeah. And that, unfortunately, has to do with the audience, you know? So that's where, you know, we're going to have to change And doesn't things. it also have to do with, you know... Uh, like where they are on the charts, like their airplay. Is their music being played as much as X artists, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, sure, but, but at but the same we, time, we know for a fact that ladies aren't being played on the radio as much as can guys I offer are. A suggestion of why this might be what I think could be at the bottom of it. I think that ladies are able to better relate to songs coming from both genders. But guys are not able to relate to songs coming from women. Like when a woman sings about a, a song that has to do with you know, maybe something about heartbreak, female, love, heartbreak, love. What a guy's done to her. Guys don't relate. We guys, guys aren't going to sing along. We with don't. That. We aren't going to sing along. We don't relate. Wow. But a lady yeah. will sing along to a guy Jason song, LB. a dude song. Right. Yeah, when he's singing about his girl dumping him. Well, maybe we need to sing to the ladies more then, Drew. Okay. Maybe we need to what, rally with the ladies. Well, this is the big thing. I, yeah. This, you know, purchasing. That's what. That's what drives this stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, what's played on the radio. They're looking at. Um, you know who's buying on Apple iTunes and what you're buying and all that kind of stuff. So no, if you I don't want think they hear, are enough. I think they need to look at that stuff. If more. you are interested in hearing more women on the air, then you got to start buying more of the women's products. There you go. Uh, all right. So regarding uh, country music in the Super Bowl, I, I think they're they're kind of stiffing us a little bit. Tim McGraw is going to be playing the pregame festivities. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thank you for prize. that. Yeah, the consolation prize. Yeah. Why is it country being represented in the halftime show? Maybe we'll be surprised. I don't know. We'll see.
Maybe we might see uh, Florida Georgia Line and Garth Haven't coming in on, a, on a zip line. <laughs> Has Florida Georgia Line been at the Super Bowl before? No. I don't think so. Oh, well, then that, that would have been perfect. And I think Garth hung up his zip line. The- <laughs> he used to be a no. big zip liner. He did. In his concert. No, no, he, he's still all about it. He's got like pyrotechnic flames shooting out of his butt now when he, when he goes over the crowd. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. It's absolutely crazy. Uh, also, Sam Hunt. He loves. Oh, Sammy. He loves how the Super Bowl represents American culture. It's become such a massive pop culture event. And, you know, I love that they've incorporated music and entertainment with the sport itself and and the entertainment value that comes from that. And it it encompasses just uh, a strong representation of American culture. And um, I'm a huge music fan, obviously, and I'm a huge sports fan. So... Those, those are two of my favorite worlds combined there. I was about to say, he played uh, football in college. He was very, very good. So I guess that might be yeah, why yeah, I'm yeah, asking yeah, yeah. him. That's Boy. fine. I'll take Hannah Lee Hunt for my pass, and you could have Sam for your pass if that's okay, what you well, want. You just let me I'll take, I'll take his wife, Hannah Lee Hunt. Because you've been raving about Sam Hunt forever. No. Oh, yeah, you have. No. That's all right. Everybody Google Hannah Lee Hunt for me right She's now. She's beautiful. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. That's right. And with that, folks... <laughs> We just took you straight out of country. It happens live. Go rest high on that mountain. I'm an American soldier. God bless the USA. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. The freedom you are experiencing today was brought to you by the proud men and women who serve and who have served our nation. And the experience of war, it's it's a life changer. Those who go into hell and come out to tell their tale, they are changed and they're changed forever. And those people have valuable lessons to share for those who listen. And today we salute Wilson Fox of the United States Army. Wilson proudly served this nation during the Korean War. And although this was uh, uh, not really spoken about as much as other 20th century wars that America fought in, the Korean War was a devastating affair. It was violent. It was, it, from, from what I hear and, and, and you know, see, it was, it was just a, a nightmare yeah. of, of brutal. Violence. It was very brutal. I really brutal. feel like it, it's one of the, like... Your grandfather was like in the a Korean forgotten War. war. Yeah. Like, yeah. It wasn't really, it didn't get a lot of press coverage. That's why it, it's so right. forgotten. Probably because it was so brutal. They didn't want to share the images. Well, and it was sort of a, you know, it wasn't an official war. Ah, I see what you're saying. Well, it was. Yeah. But. Not on the books, but it was. The conditions in Korea, they were very, very tough. Uh, And again, the fighting was brutal. Wilson Fox survived his time in Korea and returned to the States to raise a family and live the American dream like so many other hundreds of thousands of men and women did. Fox's grandson, Nick Carey of Greenville, New York wrote in for this salute and he was very proud of his grandfather and he learned so much from him and his shared experience Nick says this February 18th will be the anniversary of his passing 
He died with all his family around him. And the family continues to honor Wilson Fox by visiting his gravestone on the anniversary. And Nick says, man, I still tear up every single time. So if you have a veteran in your family, please sit down with them, talk to them, learn about their experiences and, and benefit from the knowledge and life that they risked so much to gain. We live in the land of the free because of the brave. And since we're going into Super Bowl weekend, we're going to play one of the, the, the greatest national anthems of Super Bowl history. right now with the news that did not make the news, ladies and gentlemen. As always, you can send me your What Are You Kidding Me stories. Just Facebook.com slash follow fits with a Z. I'm going to take you out of South Carolina. Son of the year. (laughs) This 19-year-old nitwit in Sumner, South Carolina, named Emmanuel Franklin. He thought it'd be a good idea to fake his own kidnapping last week. Uh, to to extort $130 from his mother. We got a note from the kidnappers. They're asking for $130. She got a call from an unknown phone number, and she could hear Emmanuel in the background. Then the guy on the phone told her to put $130 in a mailbox at a specific address, or her son would die. <laughs> we can negotiate with him. I can get him down to about 70 bucks. Fortunately, the entire plane immediately fell through because the address they gave her was for Emmanuel's dad's house. Oh, my. Didn't think this one through. So, obviously, she recognized it. And it's not clear who the other guy on the phone was. That's, I mean, that's what I've been trying to figure out upon my further investigation. Who was the other dude was on the phone? probably a cousin. Oh, it's just yeah. his buddy. 
But what Emmanuel did technically qualifies as blackmail in South Carolina. Out. So he is now facing up to 10 years in jail and a $5,000 fine for saying he was kidnapped. What? You mean his mom turned him in? <laughs> what? That's probably some federal, you know, the kidnapping's federal and using like the phone line is, oh my goodness. All right, let's go to page two. Why are, are you, you kidding, kidding me? me? Ladies and gentlemen, out of New England upon further investigation, he suffered from nausea. Diarrhea, abdominal pain, and fever for almost three weeks. Oh. Before doctors finally doctor. before doctors finally figured out what was wrong. Three weeks he was going to the doctors. Again, he had nausea, diarrhea, abdominal pain, fever. He was an 18-year-old professional athlete, and the mystery came down to a three-inch toothpick from a sandwich that he oh. ate and accidentally swallowed. Oh! Now his case was recently reported in the New England Journal of Medicine. And our boy visited doctors and hospitals about eight times for his illness. Everybody was stumped. Blood tests, CT scans, MRIs offered zero clues. No one did an x-ray. You might not see it. It's wooden. Yeah. Like a wooden toothpick wouldn't show up. Well, finally, as the symptoms became even more severe and his temperature jumped to 105, they performed a colonoscopy and they found a toothpick. It had poked through the man's intestinal wall and pierced an artery, letting bacteria into his bloodstream and causing severe bleeding. (gasps) That's dangerous. I mean, that's like sepsis. Sepsis, yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. yeah. The I infection, mean, probably. Your your intestines are very dirty. I mean, they yeah. have a lot of bacteria in them. And obviously, you know. It's there for a reason. Poo. Yeah. To process the food. Right. And so right. anything that perforates that, and then if it hit your artery, it's in your bloodstream. That's oh, terrible. I mean, he's lucky he's alive. Yeah, he is. I mean, he should have said, hey, why didn't you guys check my colon for a toothpick? That's all he would have had to do. To be their first question. Well, now I'm going to be checking every single sandwich I have. I'm always petrified of those sandwiches. They should not put those toothpicks in sandwiches. I think that's a bad well, idea. Hold the sandwich together. Oh, come that's on why they put that. the toothpick. Come there. on. Well, they got to put one of those little curly yeah. things at the top. Yeah, you well, got the little green ribbons. cellophane. Yeah. Well, ultimately, uh, a half-inch segment of his, his artery and his colon had to be removed. They had to get a vein from his thigh to kind of replace that. Mm. <sighs> but again, enjoy your sandwiches this weekend at your Super Bowl party. Yeah. <laughs> again. Yeah. Lucky to be alive. Yeah. All right. And wow. there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fitch Files. Well, let's see what's trending right now. Obviously, Super Bowl is uh, is trending. Super Bowl 53, right? Yep. I thought this was pretty amazing. Uh, the L.A. Rams uh, receiver, Brandon Cooks, he actually gave his Super Bowl tickets to the team janitor. That's very cool. And Screech from Saved by the Bell was like, best gift I ever got. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and we wonder why the guy's so angry. Yeah. Talking about Screech. Careful, he'll knife you. <laughs> That's right. He's dangerous. Yeah, that dude's straight up psycho. Isn't yeah, All right, uh, Bethany, stand by with the good, the bad, and the gossip right now. All right, let's talk about the good, the bowl of superness. 35 states are rooting for the Rams to win the Super Ooh. Bowl. You got the whole nation behind you, Goff. 35 Do it. states. Brady, Brady. Hey, 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 hey. Now, in addition to New England, the states rooting for Tom Brady include North Dakota, both Carolinas, Michigan, West Virginia, Kentucky, and of course... Louisiana. My home state of Louisiana. Yep. 
which is still obviously still because, smarting. yeah, they are still angry about that NFC championship. They have a right to be. Mm-hmm. So, moving on to the bad. I don't know why this is the bad, but it's just kind of, you know? A 23-year-old woman named Noor Alfala dated Mick Jagger last year when he was 74. Again, she's 23. He was 74. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But on Monday, she was seen with 88-year-old Clint Eastwood. Oh. I know, right? That's why I put it in the bat. It's just kind of like, ugh. She what is says, up with that? Maybe she likes the older, older, older guys. Gosh, I don't know. But she says they're just friends and it was a family get-together. I don't know. That seems kind of like a pattern. I feel like she likes guys with huge wallets. <laughs> Maybe she just really misses her grandpa, and she's able to, like, find that connection with Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Gosh. I don't know. I uh, don't know. He's getting up there. How, how old is he right now? 88. 88, 88 years yeah. old. And he looks every minute of it. I mean, I love Clint Eastwood, he but he's, yeah, he's he's not one of those fountain of youth guys. Look, if I was t- if I was a 23-year-old single gal, the only reason I'd be near Clint Eastwood is to get at his son. That's oh, the only Scott reason. Eastwood. Oh, Scotty. Yeah, but she's only good, 23? He's, she's only oh, 23. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. He was 75 when she was born, or uh, 65 when she was born. Right. Anyway. Okay, let's move on to the gossip. Justin Bieber has outraged some fans by his clothing line, House of Drew, okay? Now, just to let you know, mm-hmm. Drew is his middle name. So that's where he gets that from. I knew um, I liked that kid. <laughs> well, uh. let me tell you. Some of these items... Well, most of these items are very pricey. We're talking about $128 to $148 for some corduroy items. Also, um, $48 for a t-shirt, $98 for a hoodie. So there's lots of fans that are like, uh, is there a section for broke people? I mean... Is there a section for your fans? Right. Is there a section for people that don't have a job? Is he selling any of that peroxide that he bleaches his hair with, too? I don't think so. Mm -mm. Not yet, at least. It's like if you have as much money as Justin Bieber has, why do you need a clothing line? You don't. You know? Because someone stay busy. Co- if someone to comes to these people and says, "Hey, here's our line. Do you like it? Put your name on it. We'll cut oh. you in on the profits." It, they don't really have anything to That's do right. with it. Yeah. Come on, he designed all those clothes, mm-hmm. Drew. I'm sure he did. Because what do you always see him in? Ba- sagging basketball shorts and a tank top. That's all you ever see the guy in. <laughs> That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz files. Fitz happens live. You're listening to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Oh, yeah, you know it's Friday when you hear when you hear the sounds of movies. Uh, because every single Friday, we talk about the movies. Drew is our, uh, well, he's a movie critic. He really is a movie critic. He gets to go to the movies before anyone else. He's a critic, period. Mm-hmm. Critical of a lot of things. <laughs> that is true. You are so judgmental of everything. Um, all right, so how many movies we have this uh, for this weekend? Three movies. Are people going to go to the movies this weekend with the Super Bowl? And is, are there going to be any theaters around the country showing the Super Bowl? That's a great question. They might. They have those live events now where they do comedy shows and concerts. I wonder if wow. anyone would do the Super Bowl. I never thought cool about it. I would love it. Super Bowl it. on that big screen. People mm-hmm. constantly bringing you beer and wings. Well, the energy of the room would definitely add to it. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, it's, you know, like the section <gasps> the going for the what if, Patriots. Or what if they the had like going for... one theater for the Rams and one theater for the Patriots? You know no, what I'm saying? I think you should put them all together. No, you gotta mix them. We don't, gosh, yeah. these days we don't need that, okay? Uh, all right, oh, so three movies this weekend. Let's get to it. Movie number one. Arctic. Now, this is Mads Mikkelsen, who he knew, usually plays a bad guy. He's got that really distinctive bad guy face. He's is, this, been, is this set in the Midwest right now? It is not. Well, <laughs> it looks like it because it's set in the Arctic where uh, this guy, he's your hero here. Uh, after an aircraft crash, he's 
stuck with that very important question of do you do you you know wait at your camp for rescue or do you venture out into the frozen wasteland oh, like where you don't know if you're gonna make it or anything right. no supplies very harrowing and it, it's very authentic they really didn't take any shortcuts in this movie they didn't do any mm. there's no you know instant trick and he doesn't you know distill water out of the air with his MacGyver trick it's just like man against nature in impossible odds so is he by himself a lot in this movie yeah so it's kind of like a castaway a little bit. no he's with the sports illustrated swimsuit team <laughs> zip it I'm trying to say because that's tough I yeah. mean, that's really tough for an and actor like I said, to do it's very authentic I mean yeah. this is that movie you'll and here's the problem with this movie you kind of feel cold watching it and I don't oh. think a lot of people are excited about going to theater this weekend and looking at you know snow they they're already freezing outside yeah. they don't want to yeah. freeze inside they released this movie on the wrong weekend yeah <laughs> this might have been a good june release uh-huh. they should <laughs> you don't do that during the polar vortex for I crying know. out loud well they didn't know when they set this in motion months ago all right name of the movie arctic ticket or skip it ticket movie number two miss bala this is also very timely because it's about a woman played by gina rodriguez caught up in the cross-border uh Crime, basically the crime oh, war oh, across the border. That's very topical. Yeah, so a different kind of topical story, but <laughs> uh, it's kind of a cool action. It's got that girl power sense. It, it's just okay. I mean, it's a, it, it's actually a remake of a of a Mexican movie. So entertaining, but entertaining. Not probably to watch just out. one that you might as well wait for cable. Why don't you just okay. be honest? You don't like movies about girl power, Drew. You're why don't right. You just be honest. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's got a lot of great action sequences. It's a cool movie. It just doesn't have it all like what we want in an action movie. Now. All right, name of the movie: Miss Bala. Ticket or skip it. Skip it. And movie number three. This is the big one. They shall not grow old. Believe it or not, this is a documentary. I don't do a lot of documentaries here, but Peter Jackson, who made Lord of the Rings, made this movie, and it's completely built out of British uh, film archives from World War One. Now, this is, celebrates the 100th anniversary of the armistice that ended the war in 1918. So the Brits came to Peter Jackson and said, would you, would you bring this film to life? Would you bring this footage to life? And his one condition was he, they gave him full access to the footage and interview audio from the people in the war. I mean, the actual soldiers who fought the war, British, Australian, and I uh, heard, New Zealand, I heard, like, Canadians. Film, it just makes them, it just makes them come to life. So here's what he you did. Know? He used only, uh, only interview footage from the 60s. So these guys aren't that old. And not only did they colorize the film with modern technology, but they also made it digital 3D and they sped it up or sped it down. They slowed it down so that it was real speed and it brings everything. It is unbelievable how real this is. Wow. So basically, I want to explain this real quick. So what Drew's saying is whenever you watch old footage and you see him like running fast, really, you know, really fast. It's slowed down so it looks normal. Really and humanizes real. This really yeah. makes the war wow. real. This is probably the most real look you'll ever get at World War One. You definitely recommend it, yeah. It, it's important. Okay, uh, name me that movie. They Shall Not Grow Old. Ticket or Skip It? Ticket. And your pick of the week? Definitely They Shall Not Grow Old. Go see it. All right, every Friday we do Ticket or Skip It. Find Drew on his Instagram at Critical Drew. And when it comes to movies, always do Drew. It's the Fit Show. Oh, yeah. All right, what have we learned today, everybody, wherever you are right now? Let us know what you picked up from our show for Friday. It is February 1st, 2019. All right, here's what I learned today. As you are watching the big game this weekend, just know that every time you see a 30-second commercial, $5 million per per commercial per spot. That's just what you pay the network. You had to pay yeah. to produce that. Like you're paying. Yeah. Plus the stars that you yeah, have. Yeah, you got to pay the stars. You got to pay a production house wow. to film it, edit it, all that. So five million dollars for thirty seconds. Which so if there is a sixty second commercial, there might be a few. I guess mm-hmm. that'll be a ten million dollar commercial that you're going to be watching. You don't get a volume discount. Cha-ching. 
Can you just can you imagine that? Uh, I wonder Ooh. who's going to be bringing the, the commercials this year. You know, it's going to be Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Pepsi, Budweiser, the big, all the normal ones. Big a bunch of insurance Clydesdale. companies. Are the horses going to be back? The Clydesdale oh, horses? Yes, they said they were. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's uh, going to be a green, it's going to focus on like green conserve, conservable energy uh, or whatever. Okay. By the way, go Tom Brady. Uh, hey, Drew, what about you? What did we learn today? Well, on that, we learned that 35 states are rooting for the Rams. Right. This That's weekend, right. thirty-five out of fifty, pretty yep. good, pretty good. That's all right. Mm-hmm. That's a lot That's of all right. folks behind them. That's yep. all right, man. People don't like winners. People don't like people who win constantly. I mean, Brady wins all the time, and that's why people don't like him, just because he's a winner. That's why I'm rooting for him. People are just tired of seeing him win. They want some new blood in there. <laughs> we know, want... we got it. You're a winner. Move on. They just want to see some different uniforms on the field. That's right. Bethany, what about you? What have we learned today? Well, I learned that a poor, poor soul. I believe it was in Pittsburgh. That's right got fired for just saying the truth that Tom Brady is a huge cheater. <gasps> and he put it on the air. He, he put it on the graphic and yeah. said, known cheater Tom known Brady. Known cheater Tom Brady, yeah. which is, you know, I mean, yeah. it's just the truth. It's not not truth true. Truth hurts, doesn't uh, it? No. Yeah, truth no. hurts. Somebody had to throw that ball to the receivers. Right. Right. Uh-huh. The deflated that one. That underflated ball. <laughs> sure. It was really easy to throw and catch. You guys are crazy. Cheater, cheater. You guys are crazy. Go Rams. He's a great family man. He loves his wife, Giselle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wouldn't. it must be so hard. Yeah, it must be hard to love her. To love that Victoria's Secret guys. model. It's, hey, Tom, listen, buddy. It's lonely at the top, buddy. I'm with you. Don't don't listen to these haters. And with that, you guys, check in with us over Super Bowl weekend. Uh, messages, let us know what's going on. We'll see you Monday. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. Think big. Go Patriots. Because you're thinking anyway. <laughs> I love you, Tom Brady. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.